Welcome to I See You Mama, the podcast. And today I'm really, really excited. I had a great interview um, with Meredith Andrews, who's a Christian music, music artist. And I also, um, I know her as Meredith Suter, and we met on the playground at our kids' school because that's just how Nashville works sometimes. And also, I have a co-host helping me record, Nikki Nash, who, if you've listened before, you've heard her talk. Um, but she came on as my co-host for this episode, and it is so exciting. We had really a really great conversation conversation and um, then Nikki had to step out at the end so <laughs> we missed her at the end but um, just fair warning the three of us were on two microphones and I'm still learning in this process and the sound was not my favorite and at times it gets really loud because all three of us are talking at once um, so sorry about that don't necessarily listen with headphones on you might uh, lose some hearing <laughs> I tried to edit it um but it still might get really loud with all three of us talking. So thanks so much for listening. We're going to jump right in. And the song that you heard at the beginning, that was just a clip. I'm going to play the whole thing at the end. So if you're interested, you can hear the whole the whole song by Meredith. Um, anyway, we're going to jump right in. Hi, this is Ariana Evans, and you are listening to I See You Mama, a podcast where we talk mom to mom about what feeds our soul. Sometimes we talk about silly stuff, sometimes we talk about funny stuff, the hard stuff, the serious stuff. You never know, you never know what you're going to get because that's exactly what motherhood is like, right? Um, so we are growing souls without losing our own. And today is a special day because I have a co-host, Nikki Nash, who is microphone chat all of a sudden. Yes. <laughs> Speechless. One time. Thanks for coming on as my co-host. You're welcome. And then we have our guest, who is Meredith Andrews Suter. I know, it's a mouthful. It is. Sorry. But she goes by Meredith Andrews professionally, and her yeah. profession is making beautiful music. What is my profession? That's is your that profession? profession? <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know mine either. Yours is a little bit more identifiable than mine. Maybe so. Okay. My profession is uh, dishes, housework, and <laughs> yeah. podcasting. That's Apparently, right. right. <laughs> songwriting when it works out Thank because you. Yes. <laughs> the so good. Yeah. So Meredith and I um, met through our kids' school, yep. where we have um, two two boys. two boys who are in matching grades. Yes. So, so you have two boys, and I have two boys yes. that are both in second grade and in kindergarten, and they're both in the same class. Yes. It's oh, pretty amazing. But you have a baby girl, and I have a big girl. Yes. So we're like girls on the bookends, uh-huh. boys in the middle, uh-huh. and they, you're two, can I say their names? Yeah. Um, Maverick and Remy, which is short for... Remington. Remington. I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so Remy and Mav um, are friends with Judah and Peter. Yeah. My boys. And um, that's how we met. On the playground. I know. It's pretty amazing. I know. I love that. <laughs> it was, just, it was destined. It was meant to be. Yes. Because our kids were in the same class. It so. was. So, um, I know that you spend a lot of time on the road. Yeah. And um, I definitely want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you how do you feel about that? Like, as, it, as coupled with, not to be cliche and say, like, how do you balance your career and children <laughs> because we are we, we we all are fathers are mothers yeah. are but how do we love them well and also yeah. do the things that feed our souls right That's which so good yeah i was actually hoping you could tell me that <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> well i think just like what you're saying i love that where you're how did you say it you're you're growing your own you got other souls without losing your own yeah. or something. We're growing souls without losing yeah, our own. Yeah, I really love that because that's so true. And um, motherhood is very unexpected and in, in terms of you never know what you're going to get from day to day. And I think that, that understanding that and embracing that 
has maybe been the biggest gift for me of going like, it's not going to look the same every day and that's okay. Yeah. Because my family doesn't have a ton of routine. We have certain routines where my kids have to be at school at the same time every day, you know. But in terms of, like, my husband and I both, our work is so um, just kind of broad and flexible. And one day we're writing, one day we're in the studio, one day we're on the road. You know, it just never, it never looks the same necessarily right. from week to week. So you just have to kind of learn to be flexible, roll with the punches, and just fill in the gaps. Yeah. You know? So do you and your husband work together we on do the same some, music? We do some, and then he does some on his own, and I do some on my own. So for instance... Last week, we both went to San Diego together and played at a conference, um, and he played keys for me, and I sang, and it was just us two, which was kind of Aww. a nice little getaway for three days. It was like a vacation. And, I mean, kind of. We were working. Work. And it was, yeah, exactly. But you got paid for it. Exactly, which was really nice. And then this week, um, we are writing together. Well, we're, we're part, our church is writing together, and so we're all going to be in the same house writing, but we probably actually won't be writing together. <laughs> but we do write, um, songwrite together, and... Uh, but then he does all that on his own as well, and he produces a bunch of stuff. And then sometimes I'll travel by myself or travel with a, a band. Right. So huh. that's why it just has all these different layers and complexities. And um, in terms of, like, when you think about balance, I, I, I don't know if you ever reach mm-hmm. a balance, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I think you just <laughs> – there, there have been seasons in our lives where it's literally felt like survival mode. Mm-hmm. And there have been seasons in our lives where we're like, we can breathe, yeah, you know, and we're in a good rhythm and we're giving each other a lot of grace. And the, the moments where we feel like we're in survival mode is usually when we're feeling overwhelmed and stressed and therefore not giving ourselves grace and not able to give others grace. Right. And that's when we just need to back off and step mm-hmm. back and just mm-hmm. go... Okay, I need to take a minute and remember why I even do this. Yes. Remember what's the what's at the heart of, of parenting and mothering? What's at the heart of my marriage and what's at the heart of the reason why I started writing songs and singing them, you know? Yeah. Um so I I don't know So what is at the heart? It's of the reason well, why. really I, I mean for me it's to offer people hope that's found in Jesus. Yeah. And and with parenting, like I go back to that every day. And I I've told the story you know, to other friends before, but I remember like going back to when I first became a mom and, um, Maverick is my oldest and his name is Maverick. So I set myself up for that. One. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are days Travel where I'm like, I should have named you get what clients. you promote. Yeah. Yes, I should have exactly. named you easy Peace. little love. Yes. <laughs> Go with the flow. But, I mean, he is a firstborn, and he's very much like me. He's very passionate and driven, and he also has testosterone, so that's fun oh, as well. <laughs> but I remember when we were kind of getting into this discipline stage, and he, he was just demonstrating his will continually, and I was like, God, how do I instruct this kid? How do I discipline this kid? And and I felt like God just said to me, how do I discipline you? Yeah. And I was like, okay. How do you discipline me? You know, and and the Lord said, "Am I ever harsh with you?" He's like, "No, you're not. You're not ever harsh with me, and you don't lose your temper with me." Yeah. Now we're human, and so that's not saying like if you lose your temper with your kid, then you're just like, well, just give it up. I'm not saying that at all. I lost my temper last night on <laughs> like, the regular. On the regular, and yeah. I'm just like, God, I need your grace, mm-hmm. and I need you again to fill in the gaps and and make up for where I'm lacking. And so even with, with all three of them, because, you know, if you're, if you're a mom and you've got multiple children, you know that they all have different personalities and they have, um, and you have to approach situations differently with each of them and you have to learn that, you know, like what works yes. for your firstborn does it probably is not going to work for everybody else. So, no, it's trash day. Well, <laughs> it's so nice. I love it. The window the open. We can hear the birds and the trash truck. And the trash man. <laughs> interesting what you said about the discipline though because you know we're all brought up differently and that discipline has looked very different for you know for people so I find it interesting in that when I'm disciplining it it's it's it can't you can't do it when you're angry right right you gotta you gotta take a minute otherwise you're you're reacting rather than responding Responding. exactly and that's you know that's something I've had to learn yeah because I wasn't this you know just that's, it can get tricky. That's oh, something. That's absolutely. something I take medication for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Anyway, but also, <laughs> thank goodness, the kids give us a lot of grace. Because I've had to oh, apologize yeah. to my kids more oh, times than sure. I'd like to remember. Yeah. Well, but I think that's the key, though. Yeah. And that's something that we, we might not get a lot of things right in our house, but we do get the forgiveness piece right. And I yeah. think if you get that right, then it covers yes. up a lot. And wait, same here. When there's one thing... My kids can apologize. Yeah. They've heard me do it yes, often enough. And I sure. didn't really, you know, growing up, we didn't do a lot of apologizing. Right. We no. just didn't, it just, just we did not it. have the tools. Sure. We maybe swept it under the rug and just yep. got over it and yep. moved, moved on. But yep. it's right. a very important skill to be able yeah. to apologize. Yeah, for sure. So that's the one thing we got. Yes, that's, I mean, that's a good thing to get, though. Yeah. I'm, yesterday, um, Judah was having a crap day and he came outside at pickup. And Peter was like, let's play this Punch Bros game. I don't know what it is. They made it up. Uh So he just, like, punches Judah. Judah flings him on the ground and begins, like, wailing on his back. And I was like, he had a backpack on. So he didn't get a lot of punches (laughs) in. But I was like, like, it's in front of everybody. And, like, immediately my mom shame kicked up. And I was like, oh, But, like, I, I found that at, like, in that moment, thankfully, and I don't always have the ability to but I was like you sit you are you okay like right, <laughs> like totally. let's take a minute and I, yeah. like there was so much like grace and like okay what part of this is yours what part mm-hmm. of this is yours like yeah. how can you own your like rather than that just flying so into like crazy yep. mom mode yep. Get it! Right, right, right for sure <laughs> for sure and it's harder to be measured and to take a minute and be, but it's so necessary right. like to be intentional and and even like with my kids, it's so interesting because I feel like God teaches me more through my children than any other facet of and my some life. Some of those lessons yeah. you didn't really want to learn. No, no. Uh, for sure. I'm like, I, I mean, I know I should have gotten this before, and, and now God's driving the point yeah. home through my children who act just like me. Right. <laughs> yeah. For patience, are you yes, going to get that's so true. something annoying happening exactly. that you need to be patient about? That's right. Yeah. But I just, you know, I just feel like. Um, Maybe there's even, I, I believe, even in the moms that I'm talking with and my friends, like there's this just desire to not fly off the handle, but just to go, okay, God, show me how to do this mm-hmm. yeah. because I can't do it without you. Right. And, you know, for me as a worship leader and a singer and a songwriter, it is way easier for me to get on a stage mm-hmm. and to usher in hope and to lead people into the presence of God and to sing songs than it is to parent my children. And that you know, is me you know, just being completely honest. I'll go on the stage. It's a nice, you that's, know what you're yes, doing. Yes. You know what I'm doing? This is my quote-unquote profession. There's not that right many right? variables. Right. 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 Nobody's right. going to also additionally poop their pants. Like, right. come on. <laughs> they might. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, where? Well, I, hopefully I wouldn't have to take care of that. <laughs> but, you know, I, it, even if the sound goes off, I can roll with that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. But I think it's like the unknowns and the just the spontaneity of motherhood. And, like, you never know what your kid is going to do. Or you never know what circumstances are going to happen. And so I know for me, I just have to go, God, I need your grace in every single moment. The ones that are planned, mm-hmm. the ones that are not, the ones mm-hmm. that I can foresee, and the ones that just blindside me completely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just so thankful that he shows up. Even when I mess up, even when I screw it up, he's just like, I'm still in the middle of your mess. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's what keeps me going. It's right. not this idea of like a Pinterest perfect Instagram no. mom. It's like I have grace in the middle of my mess. Mm-hmm. And and that's why I can get up in the morning and go, kids, we have grace. <laughs> you know, the, the mercies of God are new today. Yeah. And so we can walk in that and we can give grace to each other. And I just think that, I don't know where I'd be without it. Yeah. <laughs> I know that. We have to restart our day quite often. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when something blows up, Rafe will go, Mama, can we just restart our day? Totally. Yes, That's great. Right. That's good. We yeah. do that on the way to school. Like, if I've been like a psycho all through like getting ready, right. I'm like, right. you guys, we're going to take a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Like, I need to not like, like continue yelling yeah. all the way to school because yeah. I sure want to. Well, I, I used what you told me a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about, you know, why is it a surprise every morning that they have to put their shoes on? Surprise! <laughs> I've, I've oh, lost I never shoes knew. I never knew shoes had to be on. <laughs> Teeth brushing? What? Right. What a surprise! <laughs> so it can all go, you know, pear shaped pretty quick in the right. morning. But you were talking about having a, a safe place, did you call? I don't remember. But yeah, that, I don't, 
talking about it can all go wrong, but your car, you got to make it right. Oh, yeah, right. The <laughs> car is a right. So on my little walk down the hill yes. to wait on the bus, that's our make it right. Sure, <laughs> because sure. they can't escape. Launch like, them into yeah. a good day. Uh-huh. My mentor t- taught me that. She's like, the car has to be a safe place because they can't get away. Right. Like, you're just like, and they can't, like, leave. Yeah. They can't say, I can't deal with your crazy Right, pants. right. Mom. <laughs> um, and they are just stuck, like, while you just, like, berate them. Sure. Where we are driving angrily to, like, <laughs> and how, I, the car has to be a safe place. Yeah. You know, like, That's where really whatever true. happens, we're going to, okay. We, even if we have to just not talk yep. and turn on music real loud. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. yeah. It's helpful. I don't always that remember really that. Hmm. <laughs> I needed some reminders recently. <laughs> I, I, I need that reminder today, too. You know, last week, I... I don't know why this was like all of a sudden dawned on me that maybe we should actually pray in the van on the way to school. Uh, yeah, I drive a minivan yeah, just like yeah. you guys, just like we do. The I love three minivans out front. I know it's where I never would, but that third kid, I'm like, we're doing it. Push the button, open the door. It's yeah. great. That sucker is the Cadillac <laughs> mom again. My door is broken. I'm down to one door. Oh, oh no. no! Well, at least your kids probably know which door. They do. In. Yeah, my yeah. husband really wants me to get a new car, but I just. Try, I have no interest in cars, so I don't yeah. care that it's, a, you know, a dumpster. Sure. But, so, <laughs> and then the key's not working, so I have to leave it open. And the kids were like, but, but what if someone steals it? And Let them. Ed said, I really hope someone steals it. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So. That's amazing. Yes. Well, speaking of our minivans, it is, it can be a sanctuary. Yeah. No, mine. Mini van station. Well, without, I mean. <laughs> a mental A peaceful dumpster. That's, yeah. Peaceful. It's spiritual and mental. Not necessarily physical. There's trash all over our Oh, yeah. Um, no matter how much I clean that thing out, it's like it just springs up with wrappers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I, like, last week I was driving the kids to school. And I was like, you know what, guys? I'm going to pray over you right now. And they're like, okay. Because <laughs> we live really close to school. So um, it's like three-minute ride. So I just start praying. And I'm like, why have I not been doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, because it sets the tone for me. Right. It sets the tone for them because they're about to walk into school. They're about to be, you know, encounter friends and relationships and circumstances that I really have no mm-hmm. idea about. Mm-hmm. I mean, except for what they tell me or control over. And so right. why wouldn't I pray over my kids when we're on the way to school and just go, Lord, we just welcome your peace. Yeah. yeah. And, we, and we welcome your joy. And we just thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are... You have given us this day, and we just, we give it back to you. Whatever you want to do, whatever it's supposed to look like. Man, it's amazing. It's so simple, and it's not rocket science, but it's like, it's amazing what happens when you start your day that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In your minivan. In your minivan. (laughs) In the movable sanctuary. Exactly. That's right. Oh, man. Yes. You see, even things that I'm like, hey, my, here's some wisdom. And I'm like, I yeah, forgot. Yeah, take that. I ran with it. <laughs> I forgot. I needed well, it. Well, we do forget. And I think that's why it's good to have these conversations. Yeah. You know? Yes. Because we're not alone in in what we're doing. And there are days where it feels mm-hmm. like, I need help. I need a massage. I need an oxygen tank. You know, whatever <laughs> it yeah. is. But really, it yeah. just, like, if you take a second. Just right. Rest. And it's also, what do you find your rest in? Yeah. Right? You know, sometimes it, you feel like, oh, I just need to do, I've just been doing so much. I just need to just chill out. And you look at some junk on Facebook sure. and you watch some crappy TV program. You're like, oh, that yeah. actually hasn't rested my soul at no, all. No, right. it made me more anxious. And right. now I have to go eat a bag of chips because you've <laughs> la- you people's lives are a mess. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, and that, that's something that we've had to learn as well. I've had to learn especially because... I'm a three on the Enneagram, which is the achiever. Oh, I don't yeah. know if y'all say the Enneagram. I have no. not. I have not. Cause you no. haven't done that? No. It's too trendy. I, mean, I don't know why I haven't Well, you know, it's like, an ancient know? kind of... I know, but everybody, everybody's talking about it. it. Like, it I resisted for a long time. I was like, yes. oh, whatever. We can't resist it. But I can't remember. Oh, people are like, oh, you're up. And I can't remember already. Right, and that's okay. I, I mean, it is kind of a label. But you're a, you're a three. In, but I'm a three. <laughs> Which is the achiever. So I find my purpose in, in doing things that are worthwhile, that I feel like actually matter. Yeah. And so, you know, accomplishing to-do lists and, and all of those things. And, and so rest wasn't really in my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I... That's something that I struggle with naturally because I just go, no, I've got to get stuff done. I've got too much to do. I, I don't have time for, for rest. But 
I realize that if we don't... Even the Lord does it. <laughs> if right. Jesus rested, what do I think I'm doing? Yeah. You know? Right, you did. Really? You're good for that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think I'm just realizing that revelation actually comes from rest. Mm-hmm. You know, when I sit down and I quiet my heart and my soul, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that there's not stuff going on around me, but when I'm able just to silence myself, and listen and meditate on the word of God and just go, God, what do you want to say to me? Or mm-hmm. Just take a couple of deep breaths, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, then I'm able to just receive. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm just going all the time and pouring out and pouring out, then my output is going to exceed my input. And then I'm just, that's just going to end in burnout. Right. Because right? I'm going to be running on fumes. I don't have anything left to give. So, like, rest is so important. And, you know, for moms, that might look like a nap. A power nap, it might look oh, like people would uh, die if I took a nap. People would die. Everybody <laughs> would die. Like the house would be on fire. We're like, crap. Right. I, well, and it might just look like you sitting in a chair in a quiet room for thirty minutes and Yeah. So here's the question. So you write Christian music. Yeah. Is that how you even term it? Because I mean the right uh, the song itself is not Christian. You're sure, the Christian. Sure. I'm a Christian and I write songs about Jesus. I write songs right. that um are, are about faith. So when you are trying to have your own relationship with God and your yeah. own worship you're at church you're in the word does it get does it mess with your mind sometimes as to how to how can you just be present in your worship or does something spring up and make you think I'm gonna save that one for later that's a good song how do you deal with that well I think I just kind of um I've realized and my husband actually does this more than I do because he is so creative and he can't turn it off mm-hmm. I can but um I've realized that if I do have a song idea in the middle of worship, <laughs> yeah. then it's it's actually okay because that's part of my worship. Yeah. Because God has gifted, right. okay. gifted me as a songwriter. He's gifted you as a songwriter, yeah. Ariam. I've written so, a lot of songs at other people's concerts. Yeah, really? exactly. Yeah. Well, you get other ideas, wow. you know, and even if you just hear a chord progression and you start right. singing oh. something over that, you know. And I'll just, like, type an idea. In my, I actually get more song ideas through sermons than, okay. than other music. Yeah. Um, cause that's just how I'm wired. I'm wired more towards lyrics and phrases uh-huh, and uh-huh. ideas and concepts where my husband might be wired more towards a melody here. Right. Um, so I, I just kind of let it ebb and flow though, instead of trying to turn it off because I right. just go, I want to, I want to be true to who I am and who God's called me to be. Right. And so I want to let that just flow out of me. Um, not as a distraction and not as a, Oh, I want to write another song, but just this like, oh, that sparks something inside of me that I resonate with and I want to capture it, you know? Yeah. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's just us as creative beings because we were made by a creator God uh-huh. who's yeah. who's always creating. He's always, like, coming up with new things. He's, you know, always doing a new thing. So I want to be in tune with that. And um, But, yeah, I think there is also an element of going, okay, God, I want this to be worship to you. I don't mm-hmm. want it to be me trying to get ahead or me trying to write another, just the right. next song. Yeah. But let it be the posture of my heart and the motivation of my heart just to be to honor you with the gift that you've given me and right. let that be as worship to you. Yeah, I yeah. can see that being, you know, for some people, a, a difficult line. Sure. You know, if you're like, please let this song be a hit for your glory, but really... I really want to hit like <laughs> that's a, I would be tricky. I could see that. I would like to also pay the mortgage. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I mean, exactly. Lord. It is it is our perfect yeah, it is yeah. what well, I mean, if we didn't write songs and, and I didn't travel and sing, I'd have to go find another job. So mm-hmm. there is a the fine line. But I just go, all right, I'm gonna steward what God has mm-hmm. put in my hand and I'm gonna try to steward it well and I'm gonna trust God with the rest because right. he's gonna take care of my, me and my family. Uh-huh. And I remember last year, um, I had a string of dates actually cancel. It was probably like three or four, and um, and one of them was really like closely tied to my heart. It kind of felt like I was uninvited to something, you yeah. know. And I had to go alone and take a walk in the woods and just uh-huh. kind of cry and yeah. get it out and process it with the Lord. And um, and I got to a really good place when I did that. Like the Lord was saying to me, I. I cleared your schedule on purpose because you need to spend some time with me and you need some time with your family and you need some rest. So I just wipe those things off the calendar. Somebody else can handle it. You don't need to worry about it. It's not your like torch to carry. So I was like, all right, 
I'm I just love that. it how you can get like a clear message. Like no, that. I I, was, I had so much peace about Maybe that. Maybe I need to go through walking in the woods to get some. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it does wonders for my soul. And, you know, as long as there's no mosquitoes. Bathing, that's a new thing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I do, but soon after that, my threeness kicked in. And I go, oh, mm. I could fill in this state right. here. And I could call this church and see if they need a worship leader for that. And I was getting in the shower and the Lord goes, hey, excuse me, are you, are you your own provider? Like, do you, because it was a financial thing. Mm-hmm. It was a, oh, we're, we're, we're tight here this month because those things canceled. Yeah. I can, I've got to, like, hustle. I've got to make up the difference. And the Lord was like, um, are you your own provider? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, God, I am not. You are. Sorry Well, that's that. a, another <laughs> tricky mind bender, like, when you were meant to, you mm-hmm. know, give it give it up, give right. it to God. But, yeah. like, what do you do in the interim? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, God will provide, but should you be hustling to this? No, and I think I think mm-hmm. it is such it is a tricky thing, and there's no formula, mm-hmm. there's no like black or white answer. I think it's just every day. Okay, God, what have you put in my hand to do today? Right. Help me to be faithful with that, um, and help me to trust you with the rest, and just to understand mm-hmm. that I don't have to go like hus- hustle and work mm-hmm. harder. And I just, you know, our management team we've always, we've always said, don't work harder, work smarter. Yeah. And there are seasons when you're working more, you know, but I don't want to, I don't want to be on this hamster wheel, right. just like spinning my wheels, running this rat race. I don't know why I use two rodents in, the same <laughs> in two different analogies, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like just Works going really. after it when God's not in it. Right. It I would know. become, it, I mean, you would see through that, I think. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it would feel very unfulfilling. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think maybe that's, maybe for all of us, if there's something that, you go like, I'm actually not very fulfilled in that. It feels like something I said yes to out of fear mm-hmm. or out of obligation. Right. Yeah. And maybe I should have sat back and gone, God, what do you think? You know? That's like when my last job. <laughs> yeah. I know we talked about yes. that on the playground. Like, uh, yeah. Just like this belief that I, it's it's on me to figure it out and make it work and um, mm-hmm. sort of fill in the gaps. And like then I end up doing something. And I, I feel like that's been happening with me a lot. Like God's saying, can you just clear this space out right. and I'm like let me fill it up with more things exactly. and then like then I go oh, oh okay 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 right. even like this which is a great thing I love this doing this podcast but I like I start to kind of hustle like sure. maybe I should look into marketing <laughs> like no let it be what it is right. and and let like the the point is connection and conversation and yeah. like those are the things that are beautiful and that yeah. I love and when I start chasing after other things it becomes a whole other right. Mess. See, this is right. why you should not tell me ever who's going to be on. Right. Because she didn't tell me. I texted her and they're like, by the way, if you want to listen to some of her music. Like, uh, maybe a little late. Maybe a little late. But, you know, if I'd had some more time, I would have worried about it and be like, what should I ask? I should <laughs> But also, when I first meet a musician, because, you know, you're still to throw away here in Nashville, yep. like, I purposefully, if I'm thinking we're going to be friends, I purposefully. Like, do not listen to their music <laughs> for a while to make yeah. sure, like, you know, once you're in the friend zone, because right. like, what if it shakes? Like, what if you love your their music and then you get like all fan? Or what if you hate it? Or what if or what if they hate it? What if you love their music and they turn out to be like a total jerk and you're like, oh, oh no. that's it. So you wait. better wait in a while. Make sure you're never a jerk. Okay. No. <laughs> so that's why. Yeah, I think you're better to make a friend on the. You know, on the playground sure. before right. listening yeah, to the music. Good. So yeah, that, you know, if good. you hate it, that's okay. You're still, you still like them. But if okay. you really like it, then... Can we... T- all right, let me talk about something. This is something I never... I don't think I've ever, like, opened up about. But I want to have a conversation about. Sure. Because this is something that I struggle with. And it's really silly. Sometimes, I, I think it's just this insecurity in me. Um, even just like with other moms, like for kids, you know, in our school, I'm just like, I, I don't know. I'm not like a PTA mom. I'm Me not either. a, you know what I mean? I'm not like the room mom. I, like I travel a lot. Guilty. I, I'm just like, I, I'm just trying to get my kids to school on time. Yeah. And so even like playground vibes and, and, uh, and, uh, kind of environment, I feel a little nervous about, and, and this is just me being honest. Some people yeah. aren't like that. I think for me, because I travel so much and people look to me for um, kind of to have all the right things to say right. or, yeah, or whatever. So when I get on the playground and you I'm just, just like my kid's mom, mm-hmm. I'm like, where do I fit here? What is my role here? Yeah. How do I start a conversation about 
cooking or <laughs> you're like that sounds like the most thing I should be able <laughs> yeah. to contribute to yeah exactly and I feel Ariana I feel like you're really good at that because you're really good at just having conversations with people and just like talking about life and 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 that's how we even I think connected. you need someone to connect you and yeah. that's what I mean I kind of miss about because I was at the same school and right right I, I was at the playground and I would actually connect people because I could I could yeah, see that. Yeah. You guys should talk about this. Yeah, I'm like this blah blah blah. You should talk, talk about this. this. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a great connector. With like oh no, you I'm should not meet. playground no, no, and no. I have no friends. Sure. So. But you're good at like inviting people in and right. just Thank engaging you. them with conversation. No, it's really and I think good. that's probably it. And then you just shoot the breeze about what your kids are driving you crazy about that. Day. Yeah. <laughs> that will that will start a conversation. You don't have to come and give some prophetic word. I know, I know that's right. Not that I feel like I need to go prophesy over somebody necessarily, because I want to connect with other moms, but I'm like, what do we talk about? I don't know. I'm not good at small talk. I'm, I'm actually morning, very allergic to small talk. You know, I, I hate but, it. And I think that's really good. <laughs> I, and I see that about you. Like, you're good at just like, oh, this, right, you're but just you can't get related. You can't get to the deep stuff until you've broken that Some? surface. No, yeah. sure. You can't just Sometimes. go straight in with it. Well, I can. I've got, I mean, look, I've got to shoot a little bit of breeze with <laughs> right. you before I tell you my soul. No, you know? totally. But I think it is just like... Just being open about like, oh, this is what happened today. And it's kind of funny, but it's also kind of like, oh, yeah, that happened to me last week. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, we're all in the yeah. same boat also, in so many ways. Yeah. I, and you know what you were saying earlier about the mom guilt or the mom, mom, mom judgment? Guilt. Yeah. I yeah. only ever saw that from mom who've got kids younger like than you have. Because okay. their kids haven't done that crappy thing. Right. They're still babies. Right. And, and babies you're like looking at them and they're right. like having such a judgment. Oh, when my kids... No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, you're I, like, just wait. They're totally going to do I that. And I'm going to remember mom judgment when I was a nanny. Right. Because sure. I was like, so mm, I don't know what's wrong with y'all. Yeah. Just get your life together. Like, right. Totally. We're <laughs> and then I didn't know what I was doing. Right? Yeah. Totally. But I think... I don't know if I'm necessarily like always thoughtful and, and intentional about it, but like I lead with here's how I'm vulnerable. Yeah. And man, oh man I do not it, do that. It like the doors, like <laughs> I'll end up having conversations with people. I'm like, tell me your name. <laughs> like we don't know each other's <laughs> names, but, but we're talking about because I think that vulnerability like lets people know, like we're not going to just talk about like PTO crap right, right now. We're right. going to talk about like, but I'm glad, because I else, I'm glad someone else is talking about PTO. Right. Somebody's got to because, I mean, I, I will. I'll go to the meetings and, like, volunteer and well, do well, stuff. Like, sure. Yeah. See, I will, but, like, under, I, I hate yeah. just, like, surface blah, right. blah, blah. I'm like, mm-mm, I didn't come here for that. Yeah, for sure. Life's well, too short. Right. Well, that's yeah. what the tree is for. I used to just go sit on the tree when I had a bit too much of that. Sit, sit on the tree? Sit under, under the, the tree. The big tree. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah. Then your people will come. No, I think that vulnerability does just open the door. Um, yeah, just like let's have a conversation. It's really yeah. good because I just get all up in my head about it and yeah. make it this thing of like, what am I going to say to this person? And how do I? Uh-huh. I don't know. Ugh. So but then you don't really, say anything. Right. Then I don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like chasing my. Well, no, out. I'm like that. We don't have the playground where my new skill is, so I don't meet anybody really. But so when we go to the school events and stuff, I'm that person. Sure. And then I never used to be that person. Right. But I'm all, I'm all like in the back. I'm like, Ooh. sure. Well, it's that it's like that. that age old like we compare our insides to everybody else's outsides, right. and we are like come up on the bottom rung. We're like clearly, I did I cannot compare right. with all of these PTO moms who sure. have all. But it, what's funny is every one of those PTO moms have the exact same insecurities, sure. and. And when you lead with, when I, I'm going to talk about for me, not um, tell people what to do, but when I lead with my insecurities and vulnerabilities, people are like, oh gosh, me too. And then we have like the best conversation about stuff. And then I'm like, hey, by the way, my name's Ariana. (laughs) (laughs) And and what's your name? I've seen you out on the playground for like the last two years and we've never had a conversation. Right. But that's, yeah, that's my favorite. And, and and that you're, like, offering that as, like, a vulnerability. Like, it's true. Like, you're on the road, and your nanny is often, shout out to you. What's Harden. Harden. She's the best. She, so, Harden's there, What's and Harden and I. <laughs> I know. Sorry, she's taken. <laughs> and I, t- 
talk with Hardnett and I used to be a nanny, so I like yeah. totally identify with her. I'm like, I right. feel you, girl. Right. These aren't your babies. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you are in it really, in their life. She's actually really good at just shooting the breeze with people. I, yeah. And so sometimes I'm like, why don't you take them to the playground? <laughs> 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 maybe I should just go with her and she can do the yeah, Maybe so. Yeah. That's probably true. Yeah. Let's both go. Which we have go. Times, she can nanny you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. She can get you a play date. Oh, I've learned so much from her. That's for sure. Is that she's the curse awesome. of the creative overthinker? I think so. Yeah. I think it is. Like, oh. Huh. Like, I'm really I'm really good at sitting down if you have a problem, and <clears> let's <throat> talk about your problem. But I think it's just the, that initial, like, oh, your kid's in, in my kid's class, and <laughs> I don't know if we have anything in common, but maybe if we talk about it, we will, but I don't really know where to start. Right. <laughs> you know? But I think that's so good what you said, Ariana, just, like, leading with, not trying to put necessarily your best foot forward, but even leading with your vulnerability and, like, yeah, um, not, it doesn't have to be like self-deprecating, but just honest. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. That's okay too. <laughs> I don't take myself too seriously. <laughs> and I, and that, I think that's Wait, really good. Wait, what did you good. say? You said it real quiet. Oh, yeah. What'd you Self-deprecating say? Self-deprecating is my, uh, <laughs> is my first food, I think. Is that your, is that your modus operandi? <laughs> pretty much, Like, yeah. I got, that's how we roll. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, and that works too. But I think, um, I don't know what I was saying. I just, yeah, honesty and vulnerability are good things. Yeah. And so that that encourages me and challenges me even today because I'm taking my kids to the playground. I'm not going to break out the house. I'm just going to talk to people. <laughs> I'll be there. Okay, great. I'll talk to you. You better connect. You better connect her a couple. Like, hey, you should talk to. Yeah. Well, I know you guys both have places to be, so I want to briefly talk about. You just had a new album come out in March. Yeah, I did. Yes, tell me the name of it. It's called Faith and Wonder, and it's our first live worship record was that was that the recording you invited me to yeah uh-huh. so i was at that thing yes, you were. like singing in the background that's right yeah. you were did i know i'm so honored that you came where it was at rocket town it was rocket town yeah because yeah, that's where our church meets oh. at rocket town Boy, yeah so. i was yeah. at your recording that's so fun i didn't I realize I like so honored that you were there <laughs> and now i'm on your podcast <laughs> i didn't realize that was the live recording yeah. of that album yeah i know we did it a couple times and they were like right. and this part you need to do and yes. i was like oh <laughs> I, I thought we were making like a video. Well, there was video too, so <clears> it was <throat> audio and video, and yeah, so um, six songs that released in March, and yes, I mean I've been a worship leader for pretty much my whole life, so it felt kind of the natural next step. Like, why haven't mm-hmm. we already done this? Right. <clears throat> so it's been fun. To so see. if you had some songs that you you got the theme for, and you're I don't know how songwriting works, I'm just yeah with this, but then <laughs> yeah. you kind of. More analytical, where you're like getting the lyrics just you know perfect. Yeah. And then, have you had some that just kind of fall out of the sky? Yes. Tell us about some of those. Well, the songs that fall out of the sky are fewer and farther between. I feel, um, and I honestly haven't written a song by myself in probably twelve years because I love the like, collaboration it. process. I love mm-hmm. getting in a room with people, friends, and just kind of like I love all the different perspectives, you know, yeah. and how we can all relate to like one theme huh. in different ways, you know. Um, turning the gym. What? Turning the gym. Turning the gym. It's like the concept of like oh, you know, the, the stone. Like the, the way scripture. The, light the scripture is is like not two dimensional. Right. It's a it's a faceted. Yeah. Gem. You turn the That's gym. That's awesome. I love that. I've never yeah. heard that. Phrase. It's like a rabbinical. Like we're going to discuss all totally. this phrase. Exactly. And yeah. that happens in songwriting when you're in a room people. See, I've never been in that situation. I have right, no creative sure. juices to share. <laughs> so do you go in with like, this is our thing? How does this work? So sometimes it just depends. Like, usually everybody that comes to the table will have at least a concept or an idea or um, some a chord people progression. Bring a melody or, a, or a, like I've got like four lines of lyrics <laughs> and here's a melody that can work with it or or sometimes it's just really like this is what I'm going through this is what I need to write a song about uh-huh. right. um, and you just have a conversation and it flows from that place and sometimes it, it takes a while to get off the ground you know right. just yeah, yeah. getting that first verse and chorus is the hardest part right. and then once you lay that foundation then you're able to build out from there um, but it looks different every time and it's a fun process and when when I was younger and just getting started I would go into songwriting rooms and I would just feel drained when I'd walk out mm-hmm. because I think I was trying to fit it you're into really a certain hard. mold. Yeah. You're trying hard. Mm-hmm. But now I've just kind of go, I think honestly becoming a mom helped me so much just mm-hmm. to go, I don't really, I'm not yeah. doing, I'm not in this for what other people think. I'm just trying to communicate on, uh, you know, 
through my lens, like through my mm-hmm. life, what what's on God's heart and what I feel like he's speaking to me and what he's taking me through. And um, I'm kind of jealous the of off. the clarity that you have of what, what your gift is. Because I have no I mean, where's mine? Like, you go, yours is really clear. Well, like, you know what? People who are songwriting, like, my husband's an artist, it's very clear. Like, yeah, that's sure. what you're meant to sure. do. I'm still yeah. waiting. I'm going to go on okay. my forest walk. Go on your little forest walk. Edwin Warner Park is amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. where the truth comes uh, from. The, okay. the um, Mossy Ridge Trail is way longer than two miles. It is not two miles. <laughs> okay, it says two miles. It's two miles as the crows <laughs> fly. And it's down. up and downhill. No, and you're no, like, four just, hours later, I you emerge from the trail woods. and walk and then get the <laughs> clarity. And then I walk back. You know? Yeah. That's all but so that's always been, have you always known that was your gift? Not, and that's what well, you should do. Well, music's always been a part of my life. I started singing when I was really little. But um, when I was a kid, I always said I wanted to be a missionary. And I still have a... Well, yeah, I'm a musician. Musician! <laughs> but I, um, I still Trademark have... Trademark Meredith. No, I'm pretty sure that's what music for. Um, but whenever... I, I was just at a conference this past weekend that was all about planting churches within walking distance of every person in the world. And seeing stories of how planting churches in certain villages and communities were transforming those villages and communities. Um... People just getting the word of God in their mother tongue for the first time mm-hmm. and what it did to them. Mm-hmm. And when I see those stories and videos, it lights me up like right. nothing else. And so I, that is still a part of me, and I'm still like, God, what is this about? Like, am I supposed to go to, I don't know, Africa one day or what? Like, I, yeah. I travel overseas every now and again, like maybe once or <clears> twice <throat> a year and do like mission trips and stuff. But that's still a huge part of who I am. Mm-hmm. And so the music piece for me, I, I never started doing it because I love music per se. It was like, mm-hmm. God, you've given me this gift, so I want to use it for you. But I, there's still other things that are burning in my heart. And what was so cool is this organization that we were working with, it's called ICM. It was started by a 65-year-old car salesman who is now 98. Like, so he started it in what most people would consider right. retirement age. Uh-huh. He started this organization uh, because he saw a need and he had a passion for it. Right, and that's the passionate part. Yeah, exactly. So I just love that so much that like So you never know when your calling's never gonna know when show it's up. Just gonna You're show like, here up. it is. And right. this is you be right. I was you need to those cars first. This is yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So are you creative in other ways that you can't get to as much because you're trying to perfect this side of your creative? Craft? Like, what do you mean? Like, Are you artistic no, as well or anything not, like that? I'm not. Okay. I, 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 no, I don't even consider myself really a creative when I compare myself to my husband. Because <laughs> he's like, and he's creative in lots of other ways. I know, I know, sorry. But he can do like interior design and like draw things that are amazing and I'm just like I'll go hum a melody <laughs> you know, sing a yeah. little song. I um, think that yeah. having too many creative streams is is Sometimes debilitating. Like, sure. Because like, you don't know which one to right. jump in. Which stream. Right. <laughs> right. Which it's river. Like, it's like the River Delta as opposed yeah. to the Mississippi. Like right. there's life there and it's yeah. teeming, but it's a little swampy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> things aren't moving forward. But the Mississippi is like a mile wide force yeah, going true. to the coast. Oh, I like that. True. Yeah. That is a great analogy. So it is a little hard to have like a lot of streams. I have to like cut those off and say, I'm not going to do that. Right. And and, and I think that's really good, just being intentional about it. Because Mm -hmm. there might be time later for those other streams. But right now, it's like I think you lean in and you go, what is it right now that makes the most sense, that will have the greatest impact, that will fill my soul and the people around me? Right. And let me just, like, stay in my lane for a minute and, like, hone in on that and and listen. And, God, what are you saying about this? And what are the obstacles I have to overcome? And how are you going to help me overcome them? yeah, I think there's there's something to that of just being really intentional with what's going on right now and tuning out the noise of the other things. And God might bring those other rivers back in at right. some point later. So on my uh, YouTube video search of you on the way here. Yeah. <laughs> while you were driving. While you were driving. This is a terrible driving. idea. Oh, Never no. do this, people. Well, I asked Siri to find it. <laughs> do it myself. A little better. But I listened to Soar. Yeah. And. Um, I like that you were talking about the waiting yeah. and taking action or doing, the, well, what I just did from it was, you know, do the next kind of right thing yeah. while you're waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking about how, you know, God does answer your prayers and it's either yes, no, or Wait. not yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait. And that's yeah. the tricky 
I've said yeah. tricky like 57 times. No, yeah, I think it's a total of maybe four. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, that's so true. And I think, but I think that we're all in some kind of waiting, whether it feels like an active waiting or a, this has been a long time mm. waiting or, or there's something we've prayed for, something we've been dreaming about, something we feel like is coming, but it's not yet. It's the timing isn't right for it, whatever it may be. Right. And I know for me, <clears> like writing that song in a, in a season of waiting on God to fulfill some promises, waiting for God to come through and some things that I've been asking him for and, and choosing to believe that he would make good on what he'd said even before I saw it. And, I think that, that that is what waiting is about. It's not like sitting around twiddling our thumbs right. watching Netflix. Right. It's like it's being intentional in the waiting. And even mm-hmm. from that, mm-hmm. the verse that that song is taken from, it's Isaiah 40, 31, they that wait on the Lord mm-hmm. will renew their strength. That word wait in the original language means to strengthen yourself in the Lord. Right. It's to, it's not a like passive waiting, it's an active waiting, right. just like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed you were looking at my fingernails. Frankie painted them yesterday. Oh, they're so sparkly. <laughs> they're, it's glitter, so that's a little Frankie, more Frankie, your princess baby. My princess baby, four-year-old. Um, so anyway. So how did David. you know that was something you were still waiting on rather than it being a no? Whatever that thing was. Well, because it was concerning my marriage and God restoring my marriage. And mm-hmm. I knew that that's what he wanted. I knew that was what his will was to bring things full circle to bring healing and wholeness and um, reconciliation mm-hmm. in our marriage. And, um, and that's what he's done. It's yeah, not that amazing. it's a perfect marriage. We still it's have arguments, but we operate from a different place and we give each other so much more grace now. Yeah. And God did that. And I watched it happen and it wasn't overnight. Mm-hmm. It was probably a three, four year oh, wow. process. Yeah. But and, I, you know, I think there's other things that we've waited for, too. Whether, you know, it's a dream in your heart that you feel like is kind of laid dormant for a while. And, um, you know, for Ariana, like, she's a songwriter, but she doesn't get to do it very often mm-hmm. because of kids and family and home and yeah. um, life. And, and life. <laughs> but that does, but, but when, she's, when she's able to, she, she pours into that, you know, that bucket a little bit. And yeah. There will bit. be a day. There will be a day when she's able to pour into it more. Yeah. And just as you're, you can still grow in something even if it's just baby steps. Right. Yeah. It's mm, so good. So we, um, I just want to thank Meredith for coming on the podcast. And um, yeah, thank you so much. It, for sure. I, I love how conversations like I can't predict what we were going to talk about. Right. I had some questions, but like we went way off topic and it was so good. Yeah. I, I'm glad because I felt like I'm sure you had questions and maybe we could do this again. And we could <laughs> answer those questions. But sometimes conversation is, it just goes where it needs to go. Yeah. Know? I think the question, my, what we talked about ended up being way better than any question I could have asked. Cool. Just cause it was like, this is what we needed to talk about yeah, today. I love that. So we oh. lost Nikki. She stepped out to go get her face. Facialed, whatever that. <laughs> Good for her. Good for you. Self-care, baby. Go. <laughs> That's right. But thank you so much for coming on. For sure. Thanks for yeah. having me. It's fun. Thanks for listening, Mama. I'm glad you're here. And as I promised, I'm going to play the entire track that I played just a clip of at the beginning. And it's called A Million Saints. And the album is called Faith and Wonder. And you can uh, buy that um, anywhere fine uh, albums are streamed, Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, etc., etc. You can see more about Meredith's music um, at MeredithAndrews.com. And I encourage you to check her out. Until next week, I'm going to leave you with this beautiful track, and I see you out there, and I see you doing the good, hard, and unnoticed work of motherhood, Um, and I just want you to know that I see you, and it's one of the most beautiful things is to see other mothers in the good work that we're doing, Um, even if it seems like nobody cares (laughs) and nobody notices. It's good work. It's hard and good and beautiful work. So have a great week, and I'll see you next time. And here's uh, A Million Saints by Meredith Andrews. And this track, I should mention, for legal purposes, was used with permission. You work inside.